Jeff Wiggle here, and you are listening to Newcastle Live. Beauty, mate. It is, uh, it's been a crazy last 24, 48 hours in the energy sector. As we know, the Australian energy market operator took the extraordinary step yesterday of suspending the spot market of wholesale electricity. The electricity sector is dealing with soaring costs and it has just been an absolute disaster. Joining me on the line now to try and help us uh, unpack this a little bit and uh, and where to from here and what exactly is going on. It is Professor Ariel Liebman, who is the director of the Monash Energy Institute. Good morning and welcome, Professor. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Good to be here. It really is a perfect storm at the moment, isn't it? We've got uh, outside influences affecting it. We've got uh, the old coal-fired power stations are just well beyond their use-by days. What do you think is, uh, what do we make of this current issue that we've got going on in our electricity sector? Well, look, it's uh, sort of a crisis 20-plus years in the making. It's a confluence of um, increasingly difficult global um, conditions for fossil fuel prices like uh, gas and coal and the kind of free market ideology that we designed into, well, pretty much most aspects of our economy and it's just gotten more extreme and leaving it to the market um, (laughs) is making things a little bit difficult when we also have real technical, you know, physics-driven and weather-driven problems. And at the end of the day, you know, we've got energy providers coming off the grid because they basically, uh, with the cap, they just cannot make money. They cannot cover their costs. So they're pulling themselves off the grid, which is obviously why what was done yesterday was done. Was that the right move? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, We also, I would say, not quite sure whether they can or can't make money. Mm. We don't have um, visibility of their... um, uh, the coal and gas contracts, particularly their gas contracts, how much of their um, gas supply is actually exposed to these incredible spot prices, which incidentally we shouldn't be facing in Australia when we have our own um, uh, massive supply of gas. It's just that we decided to send most of it overseas and got linked to the international gas price. Um, And so, uh, yeah, given the uncertainty around who's available and what they actually need to charge and um, are they actually um, uh, completely uh, transparent in in telling the operator what they've actually got available and how much they're going to be willing to to, um, uh, do it for, um, they had to take the extraordinary measure of suspending the market and making sure that whatever is available can be available. And, of course, they'll be compensated for their true cost of production. Are we being held to ransom? I sometimes feel like it, although, um, you know, I don't know what's going on, really. Um, the market operator probably um, uh, or definitely knows more than me, but mm-hmm. they may not have the complete information because a lot of these sort of things are commercial and confidence. This is a competitive mostly privatised market, and so I think the uh, the regulators, the, the, the key regulators here are the Australian Energy Regulator and the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission will probably have to investigate down the track to see if these were really reflective of the true um, underlying um, economics of, of these companies at the current time, and if not, um, there might be some fines going around. 
obviously, you know, we're in a very different uh, situation than, than what we were in, you know, 20 or 30 years. You know, the, the way that we've changed the energy system, the way that we've changed the governance that's around it, the, you know, the investment in infrastructure, we've got a significant number of problems. What do you think is the number one thing that we need to do at the moment to get on top of this? Uh, say short term or long term, short term just what we're doing now and um, medium term is to do a couple of things. One of them is seriously consider some kind of gas reservation policy so we're not um, uh, at the mercy of international forces when we are actually a net exporter mm. of all these things. It's crazy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the free market kind of theory is that, well, you know, in the long run, you know, the, 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 the forces um, uh, will, will deliver us the most efficient outcome. However, as famous economists also said that, uh, well, in the long run, we're all dead anyway. Mm. It's just saying, you know, that in the meantime, you get some um, partially, uh, in a, you know, strange outcomes. And um, so it's government's role to protect the consumers in these sort of, as the market finds its equilibrium. And so in, in the sort of uh, medium to longer term, we're also uh, needing to transition to renewables very fast. The market designs and frameworks we have were really designed in a time where uh, people didn't anticipate this massive transition to renewables. So we have to look at the fundamentals of what we're doing and why and, and, and look at how the market frameworks need to be changed. Uh, and that could re- require sort of back to first principles. I mean, these markets are not God-given. The national electricity market design was uh, engineered and by economists and uh, engineers for a specific purpose, and it's only one choice of many. Many other countries have somewhat different designs that may or may not be more suited to us, so we need to invent new methods because the technologies are now quite different. What I can say is that if you look at the first principles of why we did these reforms in the late mid to late 90s, was that the uh, government-owned can control generation and networks and retail were considered to be inefficient and therefore consumers were paying too much. But now we're paying a lot more. Oh, so I was going to say, gee, that worked is, well. Yeah, well, you know, um, roughly speaking... I did a calculation that between 1998, when the national electricity market officially started, and, and uh, last year, if you look at the uh, electricity CPI in the Australian Bureau of Statistics figures, the uh, uh, the kind of very rough uh, average price across Australia has gone up by 70% in real terms. So, wow. you know, what's going on, right? Did we really achieve the outcomes, or do we need to rethink our... Um, uh, our approach to this. Uh, where, where did things go wrong? Some things were working efficiently. Some things seems to be um, not been working so efficiently. I've got some ideas here and there, but there mm-hmm. needs to be some you know, really fundamental analysis, some both academic and industry investigations into this. How do we unpack that? Because, I mean, obviously we're down the track. We've got, you know, all of these massive energy companies that have got uh, shareholders and everything else under the sun that is is their primary concern. How do we track that back? How do we go back to, uh, to you know, almost uh, the telecom days, the, the government-owned uh, electricity, water, all of those kind of things? How do we ramp that back? Because that's a big exercise, isn't it? Yeah, well, look, realistically, we can't get back to where we were, but we want to get back to the principles of where we were trying to get to when mm. we started and to say, well, what do we actually want to achieve? Where do we want to be by 2030 and beyond? 
um, what is the mix of technologies and what is the value of reliability and what are the emissions levels that we need and um, develop some trajectories and then say, well, how do we get there from here and minimize the, the, um, the winners and losers which happen in any change. Uh, and, of course, you know, the shareholders need to be looked after, but more importantly, the, the Australian mm. people need to be looked after, the consumers. I mean, this whole she- shebang is there for the benefit of the Australian people, consumers, our industry that uses energy, and so they need to be put first. And, and if they're, you know, in the end, there will be, even after the proper design and government policy intervention, there will be some winners and losers, and that that balance should be balanced towards, you know, the consumers and the Australian people being winners rather than, you know, people in the market. But, of course, in such a way that you know, any concerns of, you know, sovereign risk for international investors are minimised. But you, you, you don't get it perfect. And mm. in the end, this is our uh, system for the benefit of taxpayers. Um, and it's just, it's and, not uh, working. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's our gas. Be, it? No, it's our gas. It's our coal. You know, um, hundred hundred k's up the road from me. You know, we we have uh, the power stations. We have the 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 mines. We have everything sitting there. Yet we are in the middle of an energy crisis. It just it doesn't yeah. make sense at all. Obviously, um, the Australian energy market operator they're going to keep this in place until they see such a time that uh, that they can release it. How long do you see that they're going to be uh, they're going to suspend this spot market for wholesale? How do you, how long do you think they'll keep this in place? Well, it's a good question, and I will have to say, uh, give a caveat that this is pure speculation mm-hmm. on my part. This is unprecedented, like we've never had to do it, and even if we did, we'd probably have different reasons for it. So this particular set of reasons is is unique, even if we you know, had this happen before. So I have to guess that, I'm, that, that um, you know, less than a week, I would imagine, mm-hmm. unless things go really wrong, because I think basically... There were ways that they were trying to do without market suspension, but you know certain people just weren't playing ball. So I'm hoping now they're they're having a few um, a few conversations with uh, the generators and um, others, and then going, okay, well, how do we sort of set up some ground rules so that when we turn the market back on, we uh, we the Australian energy market operator will have confidence that when we say this much generation is available to be. Um, you know, spin up mm. tomorrow that it actually will be there without some changes in bids happening at the last minute and then suddenly it's not available. That's what I think they were facing before and that's why they had to pull this trigger. So as soon as they are comfortable and everybody's agreed and maybe they'll have to sign some MOUs to make people a little bit more, um, um, you know, uh, committed and then they'll probably turn it back on. And I guess it's a matter of how long will it take for, for those conversations to, to play out. So hopefully not more than a week but I really am just speculating now oh. I, I, I generally do not have any inside information on, on, on how uh, and uh, what the decision making is um, but you know given everything that I've seen and heard that seems to be the, the kind of the underlying issue and the underlying path you know there's no it's, there's no sort of like um, formula for how to fix this mm. it's, um, this exact set of event, uh, you know factors was not really didn't happen before no, it's uh, it's unheard of, and uh, in 2022, it is quite incredible that uh, we are having this conversation. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It is certainly going no to be worries. a, a uh, very interesting. If the last 24 hours are anything to go by, the next uh, 48 and 72 are going to be even more interesting. Thanks so much yeah, for your time. And, uh, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, you're welcome, and hopefully we won't be that interested in it in a week's time because it will be fixed. God, I hope so. Yeah, interesting is not good. No, <laughs> no, not not, a, not when it comes to the energy sector. It's not good. No. <laughs> Thank no, you, sir. No, I appreciate no. your time. No worries. Thank, Thank you, you very bye. much. That is Professor Ariel Liebman from the Monash Energy Institute, and uh, yeah, clear as mud. Still got no idea. All we know is that uh, there are certain operators who pulled off the grid, and this is uh, this is what the cause and effect is when you do that. Privatisation's not always the best way. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked-about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.